I'm joined today by Don Morgan of Brigade Capital Management. Brigade are uh, a team of high-yield investors based in New York, uh, and they're one of the managers in our new diversified bond fund, which was launched in November last year. Don, hello to you. Hi. Don, Brigade will be a new name to our investors and our partners. I wondered if I could start by asking you about the history of the organization. Sure. So, uh, so I'm the uh, CIO and the managing partner of the firm. Uh, I started out doing high-yield investing at Fidelity in the early 90s, uh, moved on to a company called Mackay Shields, where I ran their group uh, from 2000 to 2005. And then in 2006, I met up with Pat Kelly, who was a 20-year Solomon Smith Barney uh, uh, veteran, and we started Brigade Capital to focus purely on the high yield market. So we've been in business for about 10 years, and we have um, 16 billion in assets invested in high yield bonds and loans. The particular angle of the market that you look at is distressed securities. Can you just first explain what you mean by distressed and, and why you think there was an attractive opportunity set? Sure. So typically distressed securities are those bonds that are yielding more than a thousand basis points over treasuries. Um, I'd say in today's market, distress means bonds yielding more than 15%. These bonds are likely to have a higher um, probability of default. Um, it's something we're very focused on. And the, the reason that we're focused on this is even if you exclude energy within high yield, the triple C or higher yielding part of the, of the credit markets have dramatically underperformed the last 18 months. So we think that there's a lot of value to be added and managers that can pick those bonds that aren't going to default. And is it the underlying fundamental earnings power of these companies in terms of their ability uh, that your analysts can, can recognize uh, and therefore be able to um, see a recovery in the bond price, or are there other aspects yeah. of the analysis which differentiates it? You know, so it's, it's an interesting question because historically high yield managers get, um, get sort of pigeonholed into this guy's a conservative high yield manager, this guy's a more aggressive high yield manager. So in periods where spreads are very tight, when the market rolls over, the, the conservative managers um, tend to outperform because they're in higher quality, which trades down less. The aggressive guys tend to uh, underperform. Typically, when the market bottoms, the conservative guys have not rotated into lower quality credits and they outperform on the way up. So part of our strategy really is that when spreads are incredibly wide, we want to be focused on the, on the lower quality part of the market because we, we think as the, uh, as the market rallies back, um, to, to be able to be focused there that will outperform and then after the market rallies will look very different. But currently, we sort of think that, uh, that this triple C part of the market, even excluding, if you exclude energy, is, is really attractive. And, and what would be uh, a really good example? I mean, you've mentioned energy, um, mm -hmm. but uh, presumably there are other sectors right. where there are really interesting mm -hmm. um, uh, opportunities that you're, 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 you and your analysts are, are right. currently considering. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you think about the market, one company that I would, that I would highlight that we own in the fund is um, a company called AMD. It's a, it's a public company. They've got a billion dollar plus market cap. It's a semiconductor uh, company. They've got $2 billion of bonds. The bonds are at 60 cents on the dollar, yielding 19%. So you can be in the equity and get a return of X, but if the bonds yielding 18% don't work, the equity is, is not gonna get a positive return. But in general, within credit, bondholders have to be paid before equity holders. 
The company's sitting on close to a billion dollars of cash. There's two billion of debt, it's at 60. So you're creating the company for a billion two through the bonds. Um, they're doing an asset sale currently that should close in the first quarter that should bring in another couple hundred million of cash. And they're, <clears throat> they're going through an operational and, and financial uh, turnaround right now. But the company, which had earnings that were perceived to be weak yesterday, has said that this year, 2016, revenues will be up year over year. They will be free cash flow positive. And I'm looking at these bonds at 60 cents on the dollar with a 7% coupon. And I'm, I'm really finding it hard to see how the company defaults over the next 18 months. Um, what's got me more excited is typically high yield companies are in industries that uh, don't have free cash flow or that, are, that don't have growth. Um, <clears throat> This company is very well positioned for virtual reality, which is really going to grow over the next over the next decade. They're making chips for that, so I see a lot of um, embedded growth characteristics in the company. And importantly, within the capital structure, there's no bank debt ahead of the bonds. So if the company did get into trouble and restructured, you're not really fighting in bankruptcy over who gets the assets. The company will tell you their patents are worth billions. We think the patents are worth 700 to a billion one. We think on average cash is going to be six or seven hundred. We think the rest of the business is worth a billion plus. So we feel like we have three billion of value on two billion of debt, but the debt's at sixty cents on the dollar. How many return. more years have, uh, has this particular bond got to run? Most of AMD's bonds mature in uh, 2020, 2021, 2022. The bonds we've been focused so on are 20 short, short duration bonds. Uh, they have no maturities through 2019, so they've got three or four years. Um, They've obviously got a large uh, investment in the company from a sovereign wealth fund, um, but I, you know, I just got to tell you, like the 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 risk appetite in high yield right now, no one wants to own triple C's. This company is just being overlooked, and I think there's a lot of good things happening there. Uh, and is that because um, companies like AMD have been um, painted with the same black brush across, mm -hmm. you know, across a whole sector mm -hmm. rather than individual? company-specific analysis which your analysts can can um, differentiate the good from the bad. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. The company's, you know, AMD's been around for over a decade. They've been a high-yield issuer for over a decade. I think the market is sort of worn out with uh, the, the continuous operational restructurings they've gone through. They did put a new CEO in, in the last few years, and I think what she's doing is, is really the right path. They've been competing with uh, Intel for forever and she's focused on embedded systems where there's less competition and our analyst is talking to them regularly and I think it's just basically our willingness to sit down and do the work and say you know what at this price we've got either asset coverage or free cash flow and we see a path to a to a you know par bond price over the next few years. So That's contrary the, to popular wisdom Don, mm -hmm. um, you, you and your colleagues are seeing a lot of a, a lot of opportunity in this market. So again, credit, I, I mentioned earlier that the stocks you know, don't work if the bonds behind them or ahead of them don't work. And you've got a lot of pundits that have been talking about high yield and the technicals and the, and the liquidity. And look, I've got to commend you guys because you were looking at this asset class six, nine, 12 months ago and you waited and waited and waited. And, and, and the timing I think is very, very good right now because in the last four or five months, spreads have wind out, and, and, the, and the pundits on TV have been talking about how the technicals and high yield, the less liquidity, this, that, whatever. With spreads at 850 off, credit, um, credit has got to work. Credit's ahead of bonds. Um, we typically lead into a down market, and 
High yield has been down 5% um, last year, a couple percent year to date, and then typically equities lead on the way out. So we've had three to 400 basis points of spread widening the last six uh, to, to 12 months. And uh, I think that's pr providing a really good opportunity to, uh, to be in high yield. And I think that high yield as an asset class is gonna outperform most other asset classes over the next 18 months. So I think the timing here is, is very good. Don, that's really interesting, but I'm afraid it's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise, and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.